Welcome to this episode of Navigating Hospitality at University of West Florida's Presence Club at Timeless Tanglewood. Together, we will explore topics surrounding social intelligence and etiquette. I'm Dr. Allison Green from the Global Hospitality and Tourism Management Department in the College of Business, along with Chris Horak, Etiquette Trainer with Navigating Convention. Today, we're going to talk about a few things regarding business networking. And in the studio, Emily is one of our students. I thought it would be really a great thing from a millennial viewpoint to figure out what big questions are looming out there. So what kind of questions are there about soon-to-be business person about business networking? Well, good afternoon, Dr. Green, and good afternoon, Mr. Horak. My question for you would be, where do you wear your name tag, and what is the significance of wearing your name tag in a business, networking, social setting? Great question. Thank you, Emily. When one arrive at one of these events, the business events, it is always good to write the name tag. If they did not provide you with one, write your name on, a, on one of the sticky papers that they provide, and make sure your writing is clear and large. If you're not a person who write large, ask somebody else to do it for you. Having your name on you immediately shows people, it reminds them who you are. They meet a hundred people in a meeting and they cannot remember everybody's name, but the names that are clear and written well and stick out, those they will remember. Now, where do you wear this name tag on your person? It's always recommended that you wear it on the right hand side because you are going to hold out your right hand to the person you're meeting and therefore their eye goes to your hand go to your right hand side and then they look you in the eye and they also recognize you and they put the name to the eyes while they're shaking your hand. Coming out of where we wear uniforms a lot of times, the company will dictate that you wear a name tag on the left side or on the right side, and there are certain ways to, and reasons for that, for the company, so it has consistency. When we are talking about networking events, you wear it on the right side. However, here's maybe a, a and I'm stumbling because I don't know exactly how to ask this, for women, it is important we wear it at a certain height because otherwise the eyes go maybe Absolutely, too. absolutely. The eye is always drawn to something strong and having a white patch of paper on your mm -hmm. person suddenly will draw the eye to where the piece of paper is. So it is very important to put it higher, closer to the top of your shoulder than to the lower part of your closer to the waist I would say mm -hmm. it all depends on what you are trying to sell again mm -hmm. everything we do we sell something mm -hmm. and if we wear clothing for a certain industry we wear it to sell whatever that industry is selling if we're working in a hotel situation if we work in a formal hotel, we will be wearing formal clothing. Mm -hmm. And Dr. Green was talking about, say for instance, then the name tag goes on the right-hand side. Often there is also a hotel emblem embroidered or in the form of a pin or something on, on the clothing at that point. And therefore the name tag go there. It is a place where you are less 
moving of that arm and that part of the body when you are doing things around your desk and therefore the name tag will not fall off that easily. Mm-hmm. And that's why in a work situation, it is different from a networking situation. Networking situation, mm-hmm. you want the person you meet, you want them to see exactly who you are. That's, this attracts on the right-hand side much better than it would on the left. It is getting the eyes across mm-hmm. and back and forth. And, and again, we get to the point of how high you wear. If you look at a lapel on a man's coat, a woman's jacket, you've got little pinhole, and particularly in the men's coat, you've got a little buttonhole there. And in the old days, they used to put a boutonniere in, mm-hmm. a, a carnation or a rose into that. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, those are not even cut open to put those in, but it's a good place to put a pin in that space. Mm-hmm. And therefore, if your name tag is at that level on the opposite side, that gives you a very good indication mm-hmm. how high up or how low it mm-hmm. should go. I am thinking about when you don't know somebody's name. And if you go back to our, I think it's episode one, when we talk about introductions, you can refresh your how you should be introduced and things like that. Previous podcast, this is a quick way for your eye to go down to somebody's name where you can use their name. And it can be personalized and depending on the situation, what you call them, Mr. Ms. or their first name, it's, that is why you have a name tag. It's all personal. Absolutely. Right? You use it. You use the person's name and you don't need to stand, oh, 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 oh what was the name again? Mm-hmm. It is in front of you in many people's cases and like my own, I have to wear my reading glasses, but I do it in conversations to make sure that I pronounce the name correctly and repeat it correctly. It, it just helps a lot. So don't hide behind, I don't know. It's a very straightforward thing. I think that's great advice on the name tag and thank you for the clarification of where to wear it. It always comes up. And in a matter of fact, if you go out and do a Google search, there's going to be ways of to wear it right, left. American etiquette says wear it on the right side so that when you shake hands. So that's the great one tip for today. How about when you go into, let's let's kind of talk about a little bit about the social networking etiquette. What do you wear? And we're not talking, Chris, there's a difference of what you wear for an interview what you wear for work. Now we're talking about what do you wear when you come to an event to network? That is a very good one because this is a a much broader spectrum of what you can and and may wear. Mm -hmm. You, number one, research what the organization is you're going to attend the event with. Are you networking to find a job position? Are you networking to become a Follies Bégère? Are you networking to become a mime? Are you networking for what reason? Therefore, you dress accordingly. Number one, always, always, it does not matter who you are, what you are, make sure your clothing fit very well. The cut and the fit suits you. The color suits you. Color is very important. So once you've got Say, for instance, in the case of a young lady, you've got a black suit. We always know, ladies, little black dress gets you everywhere. Mm -hmm. Now, black suit, black dress in ladies' case. In men, 
not so much. Stay mm. away from the black suit. <laughs> There are places where you wear a black suit, but there are places where where you most of the time avoid a black suit. Mm-hmm. For men, it is more a dark blue or a blue suit, a gray suit. Those colors send different messages. Every color combination sent messages. Blue is more calming. Gray on a man is often saying that there is a more peaceful atmosphere. Whereas black, if I am totally dressed in black, I sent you a message like I am here to do business Mm -hmm. on a different level. And often most of us steer clear of that kind of business. Our networking, how we dress. If you're a lady and you walk in in a, say, a black suit with a red top on, Mm -hmm. that sends a message, I'm into power. Mm. If you've got Uh a white top on, it says, I'm professional. If you've got a soft pink top on, it says, I'm feminine, I give an easier. So by just wearing a blue or a white top changes everything because the the blue top says, I'm in charge and I'm calm. The white top says, I am strictly business and Uh this is how we do it. And that's why you may be old enough to remember from years ago, the librarian always had her glasses on her nose and she had this white blouse on that was up to her chin Mm -hmm. and she had a black blazer on and everybody knew to be quiet in the Mm. library. Can I ask you about, we're talking about suit. Do you always have to wear a suit? Is Absolutely not necessary. In a networking situation, even in an interview situation, Mm. for a male or a female, a coat and a pair of slacks for Mm. a lady or a skirt with a coat Mm. is perfect jacket is perfectly well to wear it is in a man's case especially with networking a sports coat there are check colors and and check patterns houndstooth and all those we can go through and they are all very nice looking coat it does not need to be a matching suit Hmm. it can be two complementary pieces Mm -hmm. which means even in the ladies case too as long as they complement and the colors pick up from one to Mm -hmm. the next not that you've got a red coat on and green pants Mm -hmm. that is for a specific occasion you would not wear that to a networking situation where we are dealing with say sports stars Mm -hmm. i'm just wondering if there are many different networking events surrounding lunch surrounding certain meetings most though that we think about typical networking would be in the afternoon a little bit after it could be a cocktail social not a cocktail party per se would be at four or five o'clock after hours what do you think people should would it differ to wear a sport coat or does it differ if it, it's afternoon it, versus evening it, or early it evening? does not differ okay. early early evening late afternoon early evening a sports coat is perfectly fine even Even if you go out later in the evening, a sports coat is better than not a coat at all. Mm, It just gives a more dressed look in the case of a male. In the case of a female, females often get colder easier. Mm -hmm. And if you go to a dinner after, say, an event, a networking event where you 
talked with a number of people. Then you go on to dinner and having a coat on and you sit in a restaurant underneath an air conditioning vent. Mm. It just makes you more comfortable mm -hmm. yeah. and you enjoy your evening better. It's always good to invest in a few jackets and coats mm -hmm. and interchange them with other pieces of your wardrobe and makes life easier. And make sure that it fits properly. Always fit, fit, fit. Yeah. How about, I love big earrings. Oh. I love to wear my big earrings and I do. Hey, you. <laughs> You are welcome to wear your big earrings, Dr. Green, but avoid them. Avoid them in business situations. Avoid them in networking situations because in networking situation, I am now looking your name tag and I remember, oh yes, that was the lady with the big earrings. Mm -hmm. Not we, my name. Not yeah. the name. It was the dangling earrings. Okay. And I complimented her on the earrings. And six weeks later, we meet up again. And I say, oh, oh yes, oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes. I, mm -hmm. I remember the earrings. I don't remember the name. Mm -hmm. Because those earrings overpowered you. But besides the earrings, you also had on a string of bangles and beads around your wrists on both hands. And oh yes, and that diamond ring you've got on, that was just blowing me away. And also you, in your case, wear glasses. You had glasses, you had earrings, and the pearl necklace, a name tag, bangles on each hand, and, and the big diamond ring. What did you look again like? Mm -hmm. all, all these are distractions. Keep your accessories I'll call them. Mm -hmm. Keep them to a minimum, maximum three. If you've got a really big belt buckle on, do away with all the other things hmm. because the belt buckle is going to be your, your jewelry, your accessory. Mm -hmm. It makes a difference. You, you have to be very cognizant of what you accessorize with. In the case of men, they would not, for instance, have a brown belt and black shoes or vice versa. The, the belt and the shoes complement each other. And mm -hmm. men, you are not dressed up unless you wear a belt. Mm -hmm. And tighten it for any, any social event so your pants are not hanging down. It just does not look well fitted. It does not look neat. Yeah, and I have to agree with that. The rule of three, right, for women? Uh, for men, too. For men, too? If, okay. If you keep it down, less is more, mm -hmm. and they remember you and not mm -hmm. what you wore, because basically what you wore eventually wears you mm -hmm. and overpowers who you are, and you have to be aware of that. Got that. Note to self, no big earrings. Okay. I'm sorry so, about I'm that. I'm sorry. Or but you may my, you may wear those if you go on to the event later on. Yeah. Then you can go back to the car or back to that really, really large handbag you're carrying. Mm -hmm. And you may pull those out for that event. There's nothing wrong with wearing these things. It is we always have mm -hmm. to be aware of where we are mm -hmm. to make the impression of what we want out of that event. Mm -hmm. If you want a business event networking, then we look business-like. And if you go on to a real cocktail party mm -hmm. with your friends afterwards, where you are going to be nice and happy and mm -hmm. make a lot of noise, wear the noisy clothing, right. you know, 
pull them out of the bag and yeah. add them on. And that is the lucky thing of the female. They carry that wonderful bag yeah. where you can put things in. The men don't have that opportunity. Right. You can only stuff this much into your pockets. coat pockets. <laughs> yeah, good. So I have that accessory. I get it. it. My takeaway is really you want them to remember your name and what you look like rather than what's wearing you fully agree this is an interesting one what about hair what about i mean we're talking overall grooming mm -hmm. overall, overall grooming <laughs> yeah very important ladies if you go to events and you've got long hair tie it up tie it back no ponytails tie it neatly together if your hair is hanging over your name tag mm. it is always that battle look and find your name tag. Men have got absolutely a big job keeping their facial hair intact. It needs to be well groomed. It needs to be like your fingernails and everything else need to be clean and tidy. Beard is a very manly thing and it's mm -hmm. a good thing to have but it needs to be looking groomed. If you want to be a mountain man and you go to a lumberjack event where everybody are in lumberjack outfits your beer can be wild and scraggly but in a situation where you want to work in an industry where people see you you're the face of the industry you need to be the well-groomed face eyebrows everything mm -hmm. nose hair men need to be aware of that mm -hmm. and i think that part of where i'm envisioning there are certain industries other than lumberjack there are certain industries that are hip and cool and young and it is interesting to see the trends because these are all trends the big beards i don't see them so much and we're going to date the podcast but i don't see them so much now as i did a year or two three years ago and around the industries especially food and beverage industry the beverage side of it some of the brewing you know it's just very interesting to find that even with the long beards as long as they're trimmed and look good I think that's what you're saying with the grooming absolutely they yeah. they need to be trimmed and look good yeah there is no problem and I think it's because more and more of the men have learned to groom better mm -hmm. and that's why you don't notice they've got a beard yeah there are actually quite many yeah. men out there with beards nowadays yeah. And they just better groomed than a number of years ago. Let's get back to the ladies' yep. side. The grooming there is very important. Ladies, wear some lipstick. Wear some eye makeup. Do that little makeup. It is to your benefit. And makeup, I think it depends on where you're at, where your locality is. There are different ways to wear things, right? Again, it, you wouldn't wear bright red lipstick to a to a networking event mm -hmm. because that get the viewer to focus on your lips all the time. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't put in glitter and glossy things mm -hmm. into your lips or on your eyes mm -hmm. because this is not an event that you are selling right. glitter and gloss. Right. Unless you're networking at a glitter and gloss <laughs> event, then you do wear it. So right. it is Right. You as the attendee need to mm -hmm. research what your event is and, and, that's, and what you want to accomplish. And I agree with that. Specific goals, that's what we're saying. We were talking earlier about actually strategic management and understanding, but these are specific goals going into an event knowing that you want to have certain takeaways from that event are really important. How about 
what you say how about how you say things i mean that to me is just as important you can have a very nice you can look very nice you can wear your name tag on the right side what about that in etiquette it's very important remember now now we've made the first impression we are well put together they mm -hmm. call it mm -hmm. <laughs> we've crossed the first hurdle we open our mouths and we start speaking are we stuttering are we saying um and ah and mm -hmm. um and ah or but and and yes yes but we we have to watch those phrases then we also have to watch phrases or don't you agree or you know what i mean mm -hmm. and with that uh, you know what i mean <laughs> i brought the up speak into it you heard the mm -hmm. the flow at the end there where i let the word sort of die off Avoid that sort of speak. Mm -hmm. Speak proper, speak clear, uh, speak less is better than speak too much. Mm -hmm. And part of the social intelligence, I watch, I watch a lot of interactions, especially in business interactions, business networking, business understanding the room, if you will, and watching what goes on, how to not be odd in a room even though most people unless you know everybody that's at the the event it is going to feel odd until you get used to understanding how to work the room it is a social intelligence it is a soft skill and i'll go back to that so what is business what are business owners looking for bringing on fairly new students it's a soft skills and the soft skills include understanding the feeling of a room where to move or where how to kind of butt in if you will because that is that is definitely a skill and it is learned and you can learn that for sure it is being aware of your surroundings being socially aware and being socially aware of who's in the room who's talking to other people and part of that is again being put in those situations and maybe the first time you're just aware of it and uh, your intelligence is heightened and then when you go in you actually practice introducing and figuring out that and then of course is figuring out your location and, and Chris you talked about it earlier investigate before you go to an event what would be appropriate to wear what would be appropriate you know do I wear my big earrings that's really important but today there's no reason why you don't know that today there's no reason because you can research all these things and it heightens your self-confidence mm -hmm. That is really what the mm -hmm. employers out there are looking for. Right. People with self-confidence. People who know that if they are on a any place in the world, they are there, mm -hmm. they are present, they've got the confidence to move forward from one point to the mm -hmm. next. Which group to walk up to, to talk to, whether it's a, if there are two people in the room, you walk up to the two people introduce mm -hmm. yourself. Mm -hmm. If there are two people in one place and there are three people in another place, preferably walk up to the three people. It shows you've got the confidence. It's easier to break into a conversation with more people than less people. Always introduce yourself. Make sure you shake hands with everybody and they will see your name tag. They will see that you're well-dressed, your clothing is well-fitting and that you've got beautiful earrings on, which are not 
taking away from your personality. Your makeup looks splendid and your beard is trimmed and you walk. Of course, I think we've answered the question. However, Emily, did we answer your original question and then some? I am overwhelmed. <laughs> Thank you for sharing all that knowledge with me. I cannot wait to apply it to my upcoming social event at the UWF campus. Okay. So thank you very much, Dr. Green and Mr. Warrack. You're welcome. And till next time. Until next time, we say goodbye. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Navigating Hospitality. This podcast is brought to you by partial funding from the University of West Florida's Instructional Technology Enhancement Project.